Yo, 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 what's up? It's CJ the Day Slayer from the Upgrade America Podcast 4.0. Thanks for tuning in. Like, share, subscribe. Hey, listen, to all you upgraders, we are no longer on YouTube. We just got taken off for no reason, no explanation, no nothing. So we're kind of underground now. So we got, we're going to talk about the YouTube band. Maui, we're going to get into the wildfires in inclement weather and on the West Coast. Um, we're going to talk about well, mainly me, talking about the Larry Elder interview on The Breakfast Club. And we're going to talk about this year's um, presidential race, POTUS 2024. Is this the last, I guess, visual or practice of traditional campaigning for the presidency in the United States? We're going to talk about it. Like, share, subscribe. Peace, love, prosperity. Bing, boom, this is the podcast that directs policy. Holla, great America. CJ, where you at with the webcam, bro? I, I can't see you. Uh-huh. CJ, the day slash is out there in cyberspace with some technical <laughs> difficulties, but he's going to join in. Okay. We are talking about our experience on YouTube. Yeah, can you see me? Nah, bro. I don't know what happened, man. It was just working. Um, we got banned from YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> I dare say that we uh, we influenced the new policy on YouTube where independent journalists are not available through the search engine. I just find the timing and the content of what we were speaking about, and then what happened, they pulled our stuff, and then right after they pulled our stuff, you couldn't even search our, uh, you couldn't even search our, our, any of our other videos. The only way we can share our content now is through direct links. And to that I say, fuck you, YouTube. You're not <laughs> rigging up. Like, that's it. Rapping with X for the week and then you know we'll see how we, how we digress as time moves forward bro I still can't see so uh, let me see let me unplug and plug it back up cause the settings are right so all about that mobile life man computers making things difficult with all these moving pieces and points of failure and, and all that but I suppose Android's just as bad. So, wait, wait. I see a oh, oh, I see uh, your screen. Okay. Lumina is starting. Uh-huh. Nah, let's kill this, bro. Oh, no, there you go. We good? Yeah, yeah, we good. I'm gonna say we gotta kill the recording and start over. Because our audience is gonna be like, yo, this ain't what we here for. But yeah, yeah, yeah. CJ's bass player. Back up on here. Um, like like you were saying, I found it interesting. I, I think um, I'm not really a fan of Fresh and Fit, but they got hit too. Um, 
their partnership got ended with YouTube, which they're making crazy income. We're not, just so y'all know, we don't make income like this is purely us funded everything. So just so y'all know in the background, like we do this, we work full time, you know. You didn't yeah. generate some income. The yeah. we are not going to disclose, but yeah. the audio side <laughs> is earning money. That's all. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, but the only reason I'm gonna point out on that, the only reason I didn't go deeper into that ad part is I've watched podcasts and listened to their ads and I'm like, I already know they're going to try to censor us. That's what it boils down to, because sometimes we're going to question the questionable. You know what I'm saying? We're skeptics, like we're taught to critically think. So that's my only issue. If you can align with the brand, like I give you example, like Spotify aligning with Joe Rogan. All right, that works. They're like, hey, do your thing. It's good for business. But you're not running into too many sponsors that really do that. They're gonna be like, well, we don't really agree with this and this and this. It's like, ah. At the same time, it'd be dope if we blew up financially. But um, our biggest thing is getting the word out there. I agree, Um, it ain't about the money. And the best part about it is retaining that independence. Yeah, man. Um, So yeah, I was very disheartened. Cam brought it up. He was like, yeah, man, you know, they took our whole channel down. I was like, what? Oh, no, they didn't. And I look and it's gone. I'm like, yo. And I was like. It's like the only way we can share our content is if like I send you a direct link and then you can go there. And that's very difficult to promote rather than people finding us by searching on the on the search engine and that's a very dick move for YouTube. <laughs> like i'm it's sure good. we're leaving voluntarily like our stuff is our content is still there i just refuse to make another video for for youtube at this point and I, we're gonna rock with with x and i see elon musk's vision but i'm gonna rant for a moment okay and and, and tell you you so you have your platform, right? And if they don't want you on the platform, they de-platform you and you're like, yo, I'm just making my own. But if you're not hosting that code, like AWS, all these oracles, they can just take your platform off the servers and then no one can get your platform. So then you're like, oh, well then I'll just host it from my home, I have my own servers. They can just block your IP address or swatch you or something like that and, and, and shut the whole show down. It's like the dark web, right? That's still compromisable. There's only one thing, and this is how I'm gonna conclude my rant. There's only one thing that's immutable, non-fungible. That's the Bitcoin blockchain. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna have to come to a point where we're gonna have to build a layer on top of it to preserve data that no entity can fuck with. And it's gonna produce tremendous value. Data doesn't die on the blockchain, but on servers, it can just get wiped out. 
And for independent folks like like us and people who really want free speech, don't want to be muted, we have to put it on the box. That's it. I'm done. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It's just like you said. It's very disheartening because that's the easiest way to find everything. It's YouTube, right? It's so woven into society. You got to really think about this. It's so woven into society. And I'll I be the first to raise my hand. I look at tutorial shit. I look at everything through YouTube for the most part because it's just so accessible. And to know that now we're not even accessible through that. Now people, we already had like the raised eyebrows, like talking to people out in the streets, like, hey, yeah, we got a podcast, da, 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 da. Granted, we're still audio on all platforms for now. But it's, it's like, like that's the first thing people ask. Are you yeah. guys on YouTube? And then you say, Yeah, we have a very badass trailer promoting the podcast. You can't even search for it now. And I'm like It's very totalitarian. It feels it's just like that's just the where we're going to this dystopian era where it's just like you can be silenced, you can be shadow banned, you can be digitally uh, purged from society. Yeah. Um, I experienced that and it's uh, <laughs> still processing it, venting out on, on here, I guess. Yeah, now, nah, um, I guess. In the spirit of our podcast, we don't stop um, Upgrade America 4.0. What is your thoughts on the Maui wildfires? Man, I didn't dig into it yet. Okay. But I've seen enough crazy conspiracy theories Mm -hmm. scrolling through TikTok, you know, Mm -hmm. to be like, yeah. And everything is not what it appears to be. And I don't know, the big thing that I keep hearing is, Oprah's house didn't get touched. Oprah's house didn't get touched. And I'm just like, I don't know. I I really don't know. Like, I thought old Maui was prime real estate. Like, it was very expensive real estate out there. I don't know. But... It's easy to jump to a conspiracy because someone is always going to leverage a tragedy. Someone is always going to be like, hell yeah, I'm going to rebuild this shit. Hell yeah, I'm going I'm to bid my ass off to get the contract to rebuild this shit. And then people are going to try to connect the dots. What, what conspiracy theory have you heard that sounds like the most credible? Between weather manipulation and... Mm microwave frying people basically whoa those two things is kind of stuff i have heard like they were saying it might have been a fire but then the powers that be Mm -hmm. leveraged it to win the flames a lot better through weather manipulation which that is a real thing now to what degree do they use it that's the mystery um so the weather one, I could kind of see that one. 
Um, because it's very random, a wildfire in Maui. I haven't been to Hawaii and Maui and stuff like that. I don't know how common it is for them to have advisories or stuff like that. Um, so I can't really speak on that. But I seen a couple of TikTok videos as well, and they were talking about like, you mean to tell me like through all these fires, nobody evacuated out of their cars? You see like the pictures, of all these cars fry, but mm. you see the doors open. It's like well, you would think at least some doors would be open if they were evacuating in the middle of a fire. What do so, you mean? Like, if you see um, some of the pictures, it shows cars, their windows gone and stuff like that, but no doors open. Like, say you, had a, you got caught in the middle of a natural disaster. The first thing you do is open the door and haul ass. But they're saying, like, how are none of these cars' doors open? Hmm. They're talking about, I guess, the physics of things or the reality of that doesn't seem very realistic. And they were talking about glass um, melts at 2000 degrees Fahrenheit or something like that. And they were saying that the fires somehow only got up to 1500, some weird shit. I don't know. Um, But I do think it's interesting to raise questions and look at like you said, who's going to benefit from rebuilding? What about the people? This is what we're trying to get into. You are very much champion on the ground journalism that's not tied to a corporate entity. Mm. Talking to real people that live there, that know what's going on locally, that we won't have that insight on. And I can only imagine all those residents are censored as well, I'm sure. Because now, you got to think, their infrastructure is fucked. So can they really get the message out without it being misinformation, <laughs> censored, or whatever? And I was looking at the death toll. So far, it has 114 dead, I guess, confirmed. The population of Maui, I'm looking at census.gov, is um, 164,351 people as of the last census, which was in 2020. Um, so I had to see the population number to get an idea of like the population, how many people died versus the population. And then, you know, you were hearing the conspiracy theories that uh, Biden wasn't really helping the people of Maui or whatever. And I, I went down the fact sheet on white, they were saying he just gave out $700 and that's it. Like he didn't really do anything structurally to help the citizens of Maui um, recover, you know, safety. So I looked at the fact sheet off whitehouse.gov just to confirm, because I wasn't sure I didn't want to be ignorant about it. And they're saying a thousand federal personnel on the ground in Maui to support response efforts. They said within hours, he signed a major disaster declaration for the state launched a whole of government effort to support residents and communities affected by this unprecedented tragedy. So they said they already went out there to go in there Monday, actually. The first lady and Biden going out there to talk to everybody, survivors, all that stuff. So this is like the hottest year on record. That's disputable because it has been, I can speak for here locally in Orlando area, but they're saying it's not that far from normal either. 
They're saying yeah, the. Uh, it didn't it, seem. To, it doesn't seem very uh, overly hot out here either. I mean, it's hot days, but it's like. Yeah. To what? what temperature does it have to be to start fires and stuff like? That's a good question. Uh, let's look that up real quick. And you mentioned a microwave weapon as well. Like, yeah, somebody. I'm, 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 I'm laughing because one of the TikTok videos I saw was that Simpsons prediction, and then they was like, I don't know if it was Hawaii, but it was like it had this ray coming down, just burning. And yeah. And then it was like, you know, the conspiracy theorists was like, yeah, man, that's what they hit. That's what they hit Maui with. And then you were said some microwave weapons. So I'm like, maybe you guys should look, uh, look, look a little more into that. So but... 400 degrees, <laughs> shout out to Juvenile. Um, that is when it starts to be fire. 140? 400 degrees. 400 degrees? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool, cool. So, um, so 400 degrees. Yeah. So I'm trying what what nature contributes to that? It's like. Well, it says I'm reading on Firefighter Insider, right? This is where I'm getting it from. Dot com. Mm -hmm. They're saying a standard house fire can reach up to 1,500 degrees Fahrenheit. But I think they said what starts fire is 400 degrees so let me see they're saying that it can reach 2000 degrees in the house fire but it's not typical so the video that was on i forgot somebody showed me the video talking about 2000 degrees like but it was at 1500 degrees or whatever so they're saying that's where it starts getting a little fishy in mm -hmm. firehouse.com, firefighterinsider.com. It's kind of saying that's atypical. So there might be some truth to what that guy was saying. But the microwave thing, like you just presented, mm, that's an interesting theory. There's a, been a lot of interesting phenomena in this past year, and we really glossed over them, like that uh, Pfizer lab that just got miraculously, like, again, for me, it was like, wow, either God was like, no, no vaccine, and just destroyed that one particular part and no one got killed, or what is even more terrifying is that human beings can manipulate the weather. To, to such an extent, which is pretty, uh, pretty, uh, that's pretty, uh, clean hit. Yeah. And we've seen a lot of suspicious activity involving like manufacturing all those train derailments we had mm. a few months ago, a couple months ago. It's just like back to back to back. Okay. Like trains derail, but like this, really? Um, then, Cali, SoCal, Southern California, getting hurricanes now. What's up with that? Yeah. Allegedly, they're supposed to get up to a category three or four by Monday-ish. Something like that. 
And so I've been seeing people joke about it in that area, you know, in LA. I'm like, no, y'all need to prepare for hurricane because you don't know what it's like. It's not an earthquake. This is something that's totally different. And your infrastructure. Be like that. Say again. Cali's gonna be like a whole nother state. Like exactly. Like, like we got infrastructure some earthquake hurricanes. Hurricanes or nursing quake. That's crazy. Yeah, like their infrastructure is not set up like ours. Like Florida, we already know the drill. It's every year we got this. We already know how this works. So I told my homegirl this, you know, on X, you said X. I keep remembering that it's X, but I still call it Twitter. I don't think I ever call it X. Um, she was like, yeah, we're going to have margaritas and this. I was like, no, y'all better prepare for that storm because y'all don't know. Floridians can do hurricane parties. People from LA can't. I'm just putting that out there. I love y'all, but no. Y'all need to prepare for that. Especially considering all the prices for stuff and goods in LA is a lot different from Florida on top of that. So just throwing that out there. Y'all get prepared. Don't play around. Did they mention like what what would cause a hurricane there? I don't know. Very strange and I did find that strange, but I do find the timing ironic. Mm. Maui fire, Hurricane LA, you got elections coming up, presidential. UFOs. Which were our, our last episode that we uploaded that happened to just strike down everything. Just saying, wow. timing is pretty interesting. That is wild. But yeah, I never, never heard about hurricanes and. They said. Know, like, but sorry, normal. Um, they said I, I follow this um weather lady from LA, ironically, on IG, and she said the last time it happened was 1939. They had some kind of tropical storm. Wow. Yeah. So very rare. And I think it would be considered more like a typhoon or a cyclone since they're in the Pacific and we're on we're on the Atlantic. So you know, like Thailand, all of them, they get cyclones. Those are considered cyclones, I think, because they spin the other direction. That's what considers that's what considers them a cyclone. Really? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, my friend in Guam, they just suffered a cyclone. Uh, a couple months ago it was a category their category is the same as hurricanes i think it was category three or four and they got pretty wiped out so they're recovering but um i was talking to her back and forth about it so yeah i think if i'm correct um cyclones go in the opposite direction of hurricanes that's what that's why it's different and usually they're in the pacific that's the difference too versus the Atlantic. So a little geography, a little uh, meteorology, you know, we give it to y'all here on Upgrade America. Why not? Um, the other thing I did want to bring to your attention, right? I'm thinking of the Maui thing, right? They said they spent about $8 million so far on the whole thing. But I'm looking at, they want another package for Ukraine for $400 million. Which they like are over like half a trillion, right? So 
then I went to look, and this is according to Reuters, right? Mm-hmm. Um, July is around July. They last reported near the end of July. So they're saying since February of 2022, we've already. Well, if they approve this last package of 400 million, it'll be 41 billion dollars given to Ukraine for this conflict that they're in. Yeah, and it's never gonna stop, and they're gonna bankrupt the machine and be like, "Oops." On top. Then, I was watching the Breakfast Club, and I know how you detest it, right? But I still watch it to get a pulse on things, right? They haven't been asking. They haven't been asking these um, candidates about Ukraine. They haven't been asking them particular questions, and that lets me know why I understand why you detest it so much. Because clearly, the agenda behind their bosses—not saying their agenda personally, the host—I would say the agenda of their bosses. Because I just watched a recent. As I mentioned, they're puppets. Yeah. So as I. I watched the last one with Larry Elder, right? He's running for president, I guess. Republican, conservative, all that. And I watched how they interviewed him. Now, granted, I don't necessarily agree with him in total. Mm-hmm. I would say there's some definitely some ideological things I disagree with him on, like as far as racism and stuff like that. But he made them look very foolish, and he also exposed the agenda that they're on based I, on that yeah. interview. Well, he came with stats, which, you know, conservatives have stats too, right? Liberals got stats. Everybody got stats. What they say? Um, what's the little saying? Statistics are the I devil. Don't care about your feelings? Oh, uh, stats. Mad, some shit like that. It's some kind yeah. of. It's some kind of like yeah, but the biggest overall thing I got from they weren't prepared for him as a candidate for a presidential candidate, which I was disappointed in because you have a political um, correspondent on there. That's her thing, right? And Mm -hmm. I'm not taking away from her expertise or anything like that. But I felt like at least out of everybody else should have been prepared. It should have been her. DJ Envy and Charlamagne, I don't really expect them to be prepared, right? But if that's your wheelhouse, that's your job, you should have had at least 10 questions to ask this dude. What do you plan on doing for America? I didn't hear none of that. They wanted to talk about racism and blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, we get it. I understand that. You're a black show predominantly, but everybody tunes in. You still want to talk about the issues because we got to elect another president, right? Hmm. I was very disappointed and I left a a, a thumbs down on their ass because the shit was horrible and then I said y'all fumbled a unique opportunity for political discourse you didn't take advantage of the situation first of all you had somebody that disagrees with you willing to come on there and what I liked about it, he wasn't scared to mix it up with them he wasn't like most candidates where they're scared to say the wrong thing nah he just spoke how he felt he went off of facts I'm sure you can, like I said, counter the facts he went off of. I'm not going to say he just threw out bullshit. I won't ever say that because I didn't look up what he said. But he talked about the black family, how that needs to get better. He was talking about father fatherlessness in America is horrible. We can all agree on that shit. He said, especially in the black community, it could be better. 
not saying black men aren't good fathers, but it's not as cohesive as it should be, right? Easy. But he really exposed and I was very disappointed and it was disgusting. Cause I'm like, yo, we got all these people running. They're scared to talk, first of all. Second of all, when they do talk, you don't give them a chance to talk. And then if you're gonna challenge them, be smart enough to challenge them in a more uh with but more form, etc. Those folks who are bound to the parties, they're not going to be able to. And I'm talking about candidates and interviewers alike. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have that that freedom when you you have when you're bound to these these parties. And that's why I said it's a beautiful thing to run independent if you can afford to do it. And yeah. and they say you you can. It's about getting exposure, getting awareness, and social media. I suppose. Sorry, I made it a little bit harder for you guys. <laughs> I broke the internet. I broke YouTube. You know, with the last podcast. But I yeah. still think people have the ability to, 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 how do you say, spread the message. So this is what I tweeted. Uh, someone was complaining on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And it was a popular person. And then I replied back. I said, it's almost to the point where if you have a million verified followers, mm-hmm. you should run for Congress. Mm-hmm. Okay. And think about it. President is a big guy. I'm the only fool who goes to the president. You know, got like 10 followers. So like that, no bots. But like, if you have a million verified followers, that means you have a million people. You could, you could probably get a congressional seat. And with that, you can make a lot of change. Because here's the thing, we talk about term limits. We talk about all these radical changes, but guess what? You think that you're you're just gonna take your brilliant idea, throw it to these career politicians, and be like, yeah, we'll castrate ourselves. We'll limit our power. No, you have to do it. And if you got the clout, if you got the clout, it's not about the money. Remember, the money is just to buy attention. The money is the the money is like to translate money into attention. That's what you're trying to buy eyeballs. They want to buy viral. That's what they're trying to do. Mm. And by buying attention, you can program ours and mine and go vote for me. But that's whoever raises the most money can do the what? Buy the most ads, get the most influence and impact the election. But it ain't about the money. It's about the power. It's about the power to influence. You can yeah. do that with social media. Like you can tweet, tweet all day. Take the strategy that we threw out there. Like tweet, just share your thoughts. And at the last minute, hey, I'm running for Congress. Your followers are going to be like, what? Yeah, we will run to the poll and, and, and vote for you. And yo, let's change this game. Upgrade America. 4.0. Yeah, man. Oof, you just hit some fire right there. I never. The way you just put that made so much sense. I was sitting there like, damn, you're right, buying attention. I was like, and everything we do is how many followers you got. I remember us just talking to people, how many followers you got? How many subscribers you got? We like, damn, like, we out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, we not nobody, but 
you know, but what you said, I'm thinking of people that have like millions of followers, like LeBron James, for example, like The Rock, like Oprah, like Tyler Perry, like I don't know any other people. I'm just throwing out people like Jay Z, like Beyonce, like. So yes, and they could very well, they could very well get in and change the game. But let me connect the dots. LeBron okay. James, he is tailored to the NBA. You're talking about all these other uh, Oprah. She's tailored to her own entities. I'm not even gonna touch Oprah. I didn't get my magnifying glass out on her, but I heard things. You know, she's a powerful woman, but. Uh, aside that, I'm talking about influencers, man. Like people who are not bound to corporate entities. Okay. People who are not bound to like these uh, big billionaire boys clubs and girls clubs too. Cause y'all getting money too. How? But yeah. I'm talking about people who like okay, you're you made your bones with YouTube or Twitter or whatever, and, and that's where you're known. But you have millions of verified followers, where it's not like, say, LeBron wanted to run for for office, there could be a conflict of interest. His NBA NBA people be like, no, nah, bro. And if you do, you better be pushing that rainbow stuff. You better be talking about rainbows and sunshine and whatever the hell we tell you. He could just be a puppet. I'm talking about free individuals who, you know, who could use that strategy because. Everyday people mm-hmm. are, are have millions of. There are everyday people. They just have millions of, of followers from what mm-hmm. they do on the internet, and that has power. It's attention. But. That's a good point. I was trying to think. I don't know influences like that. So you raised a good point, and I would add to the point that you just made. Like somebody like LeBron, I would totally go independent. And the reason why is because of how his mindset is anyway. Like, if you strip down his sponsors and stuff, like, if you just negate that, I think LeBron is pretty, he'll look at both sides or something. I really I think, think that he, you don't know LeBron James outside of what you saw or read from him, what was presented to the general public. If mm-hmm. we sat down in a room with him and we had a steak dinner, you know, maybe a couple of drinks or so, you know, we would probably get a different vibe. And that's for, that's for all of these folks. We don't know none of them. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, they should all be going independent route simply because they see both sides of it, right? And we even said this for Trump. Like, if he ran again, go independent. Don't even fuck with Republicans or Democrats. And granted, I have my qualms with Trump, you know what I'm saying? But one thing I can give him credit for is he he busts down like political correctness. Now people can kind of at least show what they are, like who they are a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I love that. I love that he was making bills and laws simple. People I like don't that. highlight that enough. You know, we were looking it up when he was in the presidency. Like, yo, like, you can read this on one paragraph, one page. Like, I get what this is saying. So, stuff like that, man. Like I said, I'm not a total fanboy and all this stuff, but I can acknowledge anybody, any candidate that's in, I can acknowledge one of the, yo, that shit is dope. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or, 
you know, man, that's a good idea. So I think everybody should go independent, man. We should really, that'll be the way to really change this shit. Everybody flip, non-party affiliate, independent. Everybody I would like that business model, not business model, but that campaign model. Because again, maybe let's have one last hurrah for 2024. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, subsequently every person for themselves like independent parties and not even independent parties but independent candidates because it's very easy for a party to put party interests first and that but here's the 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 problem with that It's, it's very easy for a person to do the same thing but that person was only there for like eight years at the most. A party can take power forever. Yeah. For its interest over the people forever, hypothetically. And that is concerning, particularly while we're in an age where both sides are not trusting the results of elections. And this other thing, man, I was watching that interview with Larry Elder. They could have easily asked him, since we have gerrymandering and stuff like that, because he would have revolted against that, right? He would have rebutted against that. What do you think about online secure voting? And I would have loved to see his answer because he said, basically, this is where I was disagreeing with him. He was saying it's like no white supremacy. There's no institutional racism. There's none of this shit, right? Since the Civil Rights Act of '64, and since um, oh, he's saying that an act there, there's an act that put an end to all that. Yeah, basically, you're saying like once they passed the Civil Rights Act of 1964 into law, like racism was pretty much done. Like white supremacy was pretty much done. He's he said, and he had to kind of double back and was like, well, racism still exists, but not like it did like before then. So. That's why I look at him sideways, like, uh, okay, yeah. And so where they failed is they didn't bring up the facets of society where racism takes place. They were horrible at it. Like, they didn't talk about how medically we're treated differently than a white American. They didn't talk about how we're treated differently in school. They didn't talk about how when we move into a neighborhood, we automatically value goes down, this and that. Our prosperous neighborhoods where interstates were going through and blah, blah, they didn't talk about that stuff. They did kind of touch on getting loans for businesses and um, stuff like that, but they didn't go deep enough. And he was able to just be like, boom, boom, because they weren't prepared. He wasn't necessarily prepared, but he's prepared enough to make them look foolish. And so I was looking, it's like, racism is not just. I hate you, Nick. You're like, that's not racism. Racism is racism, as we say, is a system. It's a group of people in power that dictate every facet of your life, where you can live, where you eat. Like you gotta think about this stuff, food deserts. Mm. You know what mm. I'm saying? They brought that up, but they didn't challenge them. How would you fix that as the president? That's what it should have been a follow-up question to that. You as president, how do you make sure everybody eats healthy in America? How are you going to change the regulations on pesticides? 
ask these questions. Like, come on, what the fuck are we doing here? Do they do it live? Um, yeah, I guess you would say it was live. I watched the, obviously I watched the taping of it, but I'm sure they did it live, like the other day. <sighs> so like, I'm sitting there like, you fucking idiots, yo, like. Yeah, we'll layups. Prepared. These are layups, man. We'll be prepared when we have them on our show, man. You know what I'm saying? White House with a tan. That shit is still coming. It's we just got to get it together, but we haven't forgot. I'm fired the fuck up, man, because I saw that shit as disgrace, man. I'm like, yo, like we're better than this. We got too much information out. Here. Yo, the I mean, it is, uh, <laughs> I, I, I can't even give an excuse, but I, I, I don't watch the show, so I'm, I'm trying to be like, you know, yeah, CJ's critique was a little harsh, but nah, nah, it's not about right. It's not about right. <laughs> but I understand your frustration and your disgust, because I'm sitting there, like, I only watch it, I watch it for certain people to interview. I'm like, oh, let me see what they're talking about. Or just certain things, like mainly entertainment shit, you know, a little break from what I watch. Um, But man, I'm sitting there like, yo, dude, if we had their platform, you know what me and you would be doing? I don't know how long it would last, but do you know what we would be doing on that shit? Are you kidding me? Asking some difficult questions, I'll tell you. Man, I would have destroyed him in that interview. Maybe not all the stats and everything like that, but I would have had his ass thinking like he would have had to defend himself like, yo, like, you know, wait a minute. You know, God, that shit frustrated me watching that. And and other interviews, like when they ask these um candidates questions, I'm like, y'all not asking everyday people questions, bro. Y'all just not. You're not. I don't know. We're gonna change the platform because we're going on this X. Yeah, yeah, I gotta create a new channel or we're gonna drop it on the year handle. I don't know. We'll probably have to create another channel and then put it out there. We got (laughs) we're cashing up episodes now, you know. Yeah, um, I think that's a good idea. I think it's cheap. It's like $8 or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I think they reduced the price from like 11 bucks or something. So since I already, I mean, we both have it. Um, I wonder if like I can create a second one and like just give you the login and do all that. You know, I don't. So as far as the capabilities, can we put a whole podcast on it? Like an episode, like stuff Blame like that? Let me if you got blue. And then I think you have to have the account open for like 30 days. Okay. uh, How you say to be eligible for blue, Twitter blue. So we're going to create that and then we'll we'll figure that all all offline. But yo, we kind of went over time, you know. Oh, yeah, over time. Yeah. For for it, but upgraders, we appreciate you joining in. And man, we are asking a big favor for, well, this ain't going to YouTube, so we're not asking our YouTube watchers to come over to the, the, the X, but yeah, 
rock with us. We're on next now. Peace. Peace. That's how late. How long did that go? Uh, <laughs> I was like, kind of fired up today. <laughs> oh, oh, it's still going.